Hi, you're listening to Dear Teacher, and my name is Carla Hayes. I want to share a few things with you about what I've learned about assessing students. Well, first of all, um, I've learned that, you know, of course, assessment is an important step in the learning process. It's an initial step, but it's also all the follow-up steps because assessment is ongoing. It's ongoing. Um, You don't initially assess and then do lessons um, with the students and then just stop assessing because you have to assess like pretty much after every lesson to determine where they are and to move forward with what they need. So it's definitely ongoing. Um, and it determines what learning objectives are being met. So if you're assessing a student and, of course, the learning objective or the outcome is not being met, then, okay, that um, assessment will show that, okay, the student has not learned this. This would need to be retaught. And, of course, you may need to differentiate the teaching in a different way. Okay? And so um, an assessment, it, it affects instruction. It affects instruction because it's... it's um, it's a collection of data, and it, that data drives what instruction you are going to do for your students. But, you know, it affects the students' grades because they're being assessed on the um, objectives. And, and it affects grade-level placement. We know that Georgia Milestones um, grades started with grade 3. They start taking Georgia Milestone assessment, and a lot of times... Um, if the child does not pass the Georgia Milestone, of course, they get to retest. But then they are, once they retest, um, that's a requirement. That's a, um, they can be held back. They can be retained for not passing the Georgia Milestone assessment. If the, um, the panel decides, which would include the principal, the parent, the teacher, if they decide that the child could go on to the next grade, of course, they would be um, not a tier one instruction anymore. They would really be a tier two student because they need help because they did not meet the grade level um, standards for their grade level. So surely they're not ready for um, the grade level standards of the next grade level. So it it affects grade level placement. And once they get in that next grade, a lot of times... um, you know, schools group children based on their abilities, okay? Because it's easier for one thing. Those assessments will provide um, information on how to group the students, who's doing well in what, who's exceeding, or who who are meeting the goal, and those that are not meeting the goal, and the ones that fall way below the goal line. So, and... um. Assessing those students, you know, it, it, it helps the teacher determine what the student needs, but it also helps the student because it lets the students know how they're doing in class. Assessments can be informal or they can be formal. I found that informal assessments are mo- more effective um, for the student, for the teacher as well, but more so for the student because the student doesn't feel so pressured that, oh, this is a test. Ooh, pencil, paper, and I, I, I'm going to get a grade for it because all assessments do not have to be attached, a grade attached to them. Okay? So I find the informal assessments are more effective for students, for student um, feedback, and for conferencing with students about the next steps of 
what they need to learn. So, it can help motivate them. If they know that they're not doing um, as well, they may begin to work harder. So, it, it can help motivate them, especially when they have that support of their teacher and, you know, of their peers. Because assessments don't always have to be individual work either. Okay? So, the next thing that one probably will ask, you know, why do we assess students? Because we want to find out what students are learning. We want we want to find out what students are learning and determine what is important to learn. Okay? What's important to learn? We have our standards. We have um, the objectives that they have to meet based on the standards. So, we want to determine what is important to learn because every little fact or thing is not important for the student to learn or it's worthy of being assessed. We want to show improvement. We want to continually show improvement that students are making progress. So in order to do that, we have to assess. When you teach, when you teach a skill, you have to end up assessing it to see how they're doing, if they've mastered it or not. If they have not mastered it, you need to reteach. If they have, then you can move on. And we want to um, assess for accountability to show that students are making gains from the learning experiences um, that we provide for them. Um, Another thing that I learned about assessing students is um, of how often we should assess. Again, assessment is ongoing. You know, students should be assessed whether it be formally or informally, as often as needed to evaluate their learning for more effective instruction. So, like I said, an assessment does not always have to be pencil, paper. I'm sitting by myself. I have a little cubicle up so that no one, we can't cheat off each other, and boom, this is for a grade. But assessments can be um, informal. Assessments can be tickets out the door or a student just writing down what stuck with them today so that you can see if they are grasping the um the course material that you're relaying to them another thing that i learned about assessing students is that you have to make a a a connection with the student a relationship build a relationship first you have to find out what interests the student because when you find what interests the student that would help motivate them if you had material that was geared towards their interests. If they like reading about um, motorbikes, motorcycles and things like that, or four-wheelers, all those ATV type things, then they'll be interested in reading books about those things. Even though they may struggle with the reading of those books, but still it'll motivate them because they like that subject. They want to they want to learn. They want to be able to read that book. Sort of make it easier to work with them on those things. So motivation is key when when you're assessing students. And assessment, um, especially initially, I found, you know, it's a tedious process because you want to make sure that you're giving the right assessments and it's giving you the right data that you need to to know where to start with a child. Um, some children need many things. They may be, um, you know, struggling in several areas. But you, 
you can't address all areas at one time. You don't want to overwhelm the student and you don't want to overwhelm yourself. So you have to narrow down and target what would need to be assessed. And once you narrow down and target what needs to be assessed, you start there and you build on that. The student is progressing and um, are mastering the assessments that you are giving them with um, accuracy, at least at 90% accuracy then you know you move on to the next thing and it, and it just builds on each other assessment is also it's not only a learning process but it's a growing process Assessment helps to grow, grow the child. It helps to grow the child. If they're being given the right assessments, it helps to grow them because it will move them along the scale of, of where they would need to be so that they can master grade level work and beyond because it doesn't just stop at grade level work. They can excel beyond grade level work and to help them in life. Assessment um, should be geared toward things that are all relevant to a child because students often wonder, you know, oh, okay, well, what good is this going to do me? You know, what good is um, being able to count money is going to do me? Okay, because you go to the fair, you give them your your money, you want the correct change back. You need to know how to count money, you know. So it, it, it not only, counting money not only applies to adults, but children as well. Even when they're at school, they want to buy something from ice cream or snacks or something when we're having an event. You know, those are things you would need to know. And you need, to, and, and even with reading, you need to know how to read for yourself because that's a life skill that you would, you, that you would need forever with, from reading a menu to um, reading books for college or some type of secondary school to reading for if you decided to go to a trade school and end up getting a job working somewhere. You would need to um, know how to read. So those are the things that I've learned about assessing students. I hope that you in, enjoyed my experiences that I'm sharing with you with assessing, with assessment and with assessing students. So this is what I'm bringing to the table. Thank you.